What's going on, everybody? Welcome to my podcast, first episode. And yes, that was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I want to rock right now. Old school jam. So, this first episode, I just want to uh, get into, you know, what it's going to be about, this podcast. And, um, you know, what really I want to talk about and what, you know, type of people are going to be on this podcast. And just in general, what the feeling for me wanting to do something like this is. So, I'll just start with who I am. My name is uh, Pat Locansoli. I'm uh, 29 years old. I'm a Jeff fan. I'm a Met fan. I uh, love sports, all sports, you know, football, baseball, hockey, you know, a little bit of hockey, basketball, everything. You name it, soccer, you know, I, I feel, you know, I've been knowledgeable in most sports in my life. Uh, I uh, I work at a, uh, I own a pizzeria. I am a worker by day and a night owl by night. <laughs> I'm up all night, late night. That's where I get my information. Uh, that's why I'm usually up just freaking surfing the internet, finding out what the hell's going on in the world. So usually I know a lot of things when people wake up in the morning. A lot of people call me ESPN because I know a lot of shit. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, so the reason I want to start this podcast well first off getting into the podcast game is not as easy as you would think it's uh you know you research it it seems like there's a lot to do you know you know microphones and computer i don't even own a computer computers and fucking uh headsets and uh you know as we go on you'll learn that i uh i curse a lot but uh hey it's a podcast it gives a shit and uh yeah so i found this my sister actually introduced me to this app that i can do this podcast and i'm gonna see how it works out with it um so, why do I want to get into the podcast game? Well, like I said, I'm a big sports fan. I live in the New York metropolitan area. I'm from New Jersey. Uh, you know, we're, like I said, my family's huge Jets fans, huge Mets fans, huge Yankee fans. And if you don't know this, if you live in the New York area, you know, there's really two stations you listen to. You listen to WFAN and you listen to ESPN Radio. <clears throat> and those two stations, you know, they are, I would say, that, you know, they're good stations. They have good personalities on them. I would say, you know, shout out to, like, Joe and Evan. Love them in the midday. Even the morning show. You know, Mike Francesa is, like, a radio legend, but he's really, like, on the way out. And Michael K. you have on ESPN. And then you got that clown, Stephen A. Smith. It's just that I feel the way the world is going now with these podcasts, you know, you can have guys that agree with you on radio, and, you know, there's plenty of them, like Joe and Evan, like the Mets, like the Jets, the teams I like, you know, uh, whatever, uh, Michael K, he's the radio voice of the Yankees, so you, that would be your per se, you know, your, uh, your take, what you want to hear about it, but for me, you know, there's only so much they can really cater to with the fans, you know, they want to hear what we have to say, and, you know, uh, take our calls, but you know they have an agenda really they you know they can't go too crazy about it you know or the big wigs in the, the company gonna fire them you know what i'm saying it's really i felt that podcasting or something out there that i haven't seen yet is let's really hear what the fans have to say you know somebody like me i'm a fan you know i feel like i you know i'm on a i'm on an encyclopedia of knowledge i don't know uh, you know who came up second in the 1986 world series or something like that that maybe someone like evan roberts would know but i do know I feel like I have a good sense or vibe or I'd say, I guess, heartbeat of what the fans in New York, especially my teams, you know, I would say to my teams really feel. And I feel like this podcast would be something good to vent. Um, hopefully, you know, 
Uh, other people feel the same way as I do that like the teams I like or even the teams I don't like. So, you know, I'll talk about everybody. I will be honest. You know, I'm not a Yankee fan, but I hate the Yankees. You know what? I'll talk about the Yankees. I respect the teams. I respect, you know, teams I like, teams I don't like because I like to just talk sports in general. And I feel like people... You know, if this gets off the ground and people like what I have to say, and they feel like, you know what, I feel that way too, and I, I can't get it onto the radio because the fucking it's an hour wait, you know, or uh, I, I can't fucking get my voice out there because nobody, I don't have any followers on Twitter or whatever it is. I feel like this could be a good place for you to just listen and, you know, see what's going on, see what other people are thinking, see what we're feeling, you know. I've always felt like there's something that should be out there for people like that. And, um, you know, I also I like to say that I have a lot of family. <laughs> That are, I have a lot of cousins. We are all into sports, major league. And uh, when I was getting this off the ground, I had a few that, you know, wanted to be involved in this. So I feel like there will be numerous guests. And we all have different personalities. We all have different views. We all like different teams. And, uh, you know, something I want to get into, maybe even, you know, we'll see how it connects with Twitter and Instagram and all the demo and stuff. But the more people react or respond to how this goes... A more, I'll have, you know, even different views, different guests. Who knows? Could be Joe Schmo off the street, just like uh, everybody gets a break somehow, and maybe that'd be their break. So we're into February, and as we all know, February is the most boring month in the world. Uh, it's literally just a dead month. No sports going on. I mean, unless you love basketball, love hockey. But uh, like I said, being a Knicks fan, it's kind of hard to love basketball. They basically suck the energy out of your life for the last 20 fucking years. Because uh, they stink. But uh, I mean, if you're a Nets fan, they have a fun, exciting team, honestly. That's the team that everyone wishes they had. Like the Knicks. That's where the Knicks should have been this year, basically. But maybe a little worse, but fun. And... Uh, that team's really, no, that team's balling out. They're looking good. They're probably going to make the playoffs. Uh, the Rangers, you know, they're on the downswing now after giving us a couple cups. Cup final, Western, you know, Eastern Conference finals. You know, King Hendrick is on the road to the to retirement home soon. Uh, the Islanders, they're looking good. Tavares left. It was like, oh, forget it. It's all over. But uh, they, got a, they got another young stud over there who's, uh, whose name is uh, escaping me right now. But uh, they're actually looking really good, the Islanders. And the Devils, they're having a down year when people thought they'd be a little bit better than they were supposed to be. So for us, being uh, Jeff, especially being Jeff, we well, even Giant fans this year, but being Jeff, Jeff fans every year, you know, we just look forward to the draft. Honestly, we're like free agent whores and draft whores. It's always like in October, we're getting ready for the draft. You know, I, my my freaking spine tickles thinking about who we're going to pick up in free agency, but who we really won't get, but who we want to get, you know what I mean? It's like this year, Le'Veon Bell's the hot the hot girl. That's the one we want. Like, we're, we're, we have our eyes set on her, but we're going to get, like, the... We're going to get, like, the $2 hooker at the end of the bar. Freaking, uh, who even knows, a backup running back. We're going to see Jay Anderson. He'll gain another 50 pounds. We'll have him after the Super Bowl. That's the Jets for you. But for now, we're looking toward March 3rd. Free agency. We're looking toward draft. You know, I'm in a... In a group chat with a lot of my family, I have a lot, you know, like I said, I have a lot of cousins, we're all Jeff fans, and it's every day we're sending the videos, check out this monster offensive lineman, man, check out this freaking defensive tackle, that's what we need, you know, if we only do that, we got a 4-3 defense now, it's like, 
I mean, I've said this already. It's like, what the fucking... What do we know? We watch these guys on TV. You know, what do we really know? But it's all, it's all we have to look forward to. Because we're disappointed every year. So we got that to look forward to. The Giants, they got to look forward to the draft too. They're going to draft a quarterback finally and get rid of Eli. I mean, if I was a Giant fan, I don't know. We never had a quarterback, so I can't really say how I'd feel. But if Sam Donald even took us to the playoffs, I might make a statue for him. So for a guy that went to two Super Bowls, you want to throw him out the door. I mean, Eli's done. They do need to get a guy, but who knows what they're going to do. But they need something. And then really, we have pitchers and catchers. And uh, as a Met fan, all we look forward to is uh, having a solid team that the owners and the GM try to make us think is like a World Series contender. And we're so deep. Oh, man, what the trades we're making. Manny Machado and Bryce Harper are out there sitting there. It's two weeks before spring training. The Mets, last time I checked, are a New York franchise. But because we have the cheapest owners in the world, we don't even make them an offer. It's pathetic. It really is. And I don't want to complain because I do think the team is going to be pretty good. I don't think they're going to be a World Series contender. I think they're maybe an 85-86 win team. But it's just that every year, you know, as a Mets fan, I would like to say, you know, Mets fans are cool or like, you know, we're a good family. Honestly, we're really stupid people. Like, even me, myself. We buy into this bullshit every year. Every year. Oh, man, the Mets next year are going to go get... Like I said, Machado, oh, they're going to spend this year. Oh, we got we got Syndergaard. We got the Cy Young, DeGrom, who are awesome pitchers. They really are. We're building around pitching. That's where you win in the playoffs. You don't get to the playoffs if you don't win. And how do you win? You score runs. You have to score. Baseball is about hitting now. Baseball, fundamentally, will always be about pitching in the playoffs. Yes, you need to pitch to win. But you need to score. Baseball has gone offense. We need guys who can hit. We don't have that. So as Mets fans, it's very frustrating. You know, we look toward, oh, Baseball America has Pete Alonso, number one first baseball. Unrealistic Mets fans think, oh, Pete Alonso's coming. He's better at 350, 50, uh, 17 home runs, 100. What are you talking about? What? Where do these Mets fans come from? I am hoping he bats 270 with like 11 home runs. Doesn't embarrass himself at first base. That's what. That's me. That's what I'm thinking. Because we we don't get anything good. We're not allowed to have anything nice. Met fans are not allowed to have anything nice. Matt Rosario comes up last year. Number one prospect in baseball. Oh, man. The next Francisco Lindor. Oh, my God. The next freaking Torres. The guy sucked. You're not good. I'm not saying he's bad now. He, you know, first year... I don't believe he get up on guys right away. Rough start. He ended okay. The team was abysmal. But like, you're not, how are you going project in baseball? It just—it's unbelievable. Like the Yankees. Let me get to the Yankees. They are the Yankee fans make me laugh. They're hilarious because they like want a reason to complain. Like I feel like they want a reason to be like like it's not cool to be like a loser. Like it's hard to explain. Like they are so used to winning. Kids my age, basically, not the older fans. That it's like when they complain, the things they complain about are things we wish we had. It's like, oh man, and the hearts making so many errors at third, bro. What are we gonna do? Like, bro, and the I didn't even know who fucking Miguel Andahar was. He can't be seen like Babe Ruth right now. You got Babe Ruth fucking playing third base for you. I got the number one prospect in baseball at shortstop. He looks like garbage. He looks like Joe McEwing. 
and you tell you complain the guy makes a couple of errors at third base. The the Yankees have four, no joke, four bona fide franchise players: Torres, who we'll see though he slumped in the playoffs. Torres, Andahar. Oh, El Gary, who they can't wait to get rid of. Please, I will take him off your hands gladly. If you don't want Gary Sanchez breaking records left and right, had a bad year last year, still hit the cutter off the fucking ball. Then Aaron Judge, who came up, oh, he's too tall, he's not that good. He's maybe the best player in baseball. Like, literally, I can make that argument that he's... Okay, sorry, Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. I can make an argument he is top three best player in baseball. He's not just a slugger. The team is phenomenal. Oh, then you have Stanton. Oh, I forgot about him. He's, he's okay. It's, their bullpen is ridiculous. The Yankees won 100 games last year. It's not like they won 70 games and they're coming off a freaking terrible season. Just because the Red Sox won the World Series doesn't mean the Yankees had it. I mean, yeah, the Yankees won the World Series. But the Red Sox are going to come back down to earth. The team is good. They don't have a bona fide ace. But you know what? You make it work. And that's the difference between Mets and Yankee fans. We complain about true things. Yankee fans complain about things they have to make up to complain about. Because what are you complaining about? And the ownership is different, obviously. That's another thing that's very different. I don't want to get into that. But that is all we have to look forward to right now in the New York area. Spring training. We're going to talk about the free agents that are out there in baseball. They're getting hosed right now, not getting signed. And each individual, Met, Jet, Giant, Yankee, whatever you're looking forward to, is really the future. Met fans, we hope that by the All-Star break, Sesmus comes back from his two feet and chopped off. And gives us something for the money we gave him. Although, honestly, getting us to that World Series, I would have paid him anything. He was worth every penny. I don't care. Yankee fans, I guess they're looking forward to, I don't know, selling off whatever young guy they could possibly sell off to get, uh, who do they want next year? They're talking about getting the kid from Colorado. Uh, some names escape me right now. The third baseman. He's the next guy. Machado's not good enough. Oh, he doesn't hustle. That was like two games they said that. That's the biggest BS I've heard in my life. Did I even make him an offer? It's crazy. But the Yankees don't really need him. So you can't blame him. You can't blame him. The Yankees are looking at another nine, probably a 95-win season. The team is loaded. And as a Mets fan, we're praying that we make it to the All-Star break. 500? I'm hoping we're going to 500 at least. Because the last two years, last year the Mets were over under were 82. Guess who, had, guess who bet the over? This guy. Guess who lost? This guy, is, this guy right here. The year before that, 87. Guess who has two thumbs and lost that bet? This guy right here. So you know what? This year, I think they're at uh, 83 and a half. I'm not touching that shit. Because the Mets, all they do is give us hopeless, hopeless positivity. Oh, we, we traded the Reds. We traded the Houston Astros for Davis, the backup. Oh, we traded the Brewers for the center fielder who was a top prospect. The guy's back at 170. What are you giving me? Oh, he's a phenomenal defender. What's Juan Lagares? Is he all sudden? Who's he? He's Ken Griffey Jr.? Just like the Mets. They just make, they make your head spin. They, they make my head spin. Honestly, I curse my father for making me a Mets fan. I do. But it's never going to change. So that's what we're looking forward to. Two different views on their teams. One's hopeless optimism. And the Yankees are really just like... I don't know if you call it pessimi- pessimistic, pessimistic, I don't know what you say, pessimistic, hopelessness or hopefulness. Like, they know they're going to be good, but they don't think they're good enough. And, I don't know, they always want to add somebody, but they don't really need anybody. I think, honestly, like, I'm an Yankee fan, so I don't know how to deal with that. But the year they had, not last year, the year before, 
But they didn't think they were going to be that good. And they had the judges came up. And Sanchez was up. That team. And they, you know, they went to the ALCS against the Astros. I always said, like, I asked, like, you know, I asked, like, fan members. I was like, that team, like, was so much fun. And I don't like the Yankees, but even me, I was, like, rooting for them a little bit. And then they had all these guys, and they want to have, like, big. And then they had Stanton after that. It's like, I know the Yankees are always adding the best players because that's what they do. But what was it like to just have a team finally that was, like, these young guys, kind of like the 98, like, the 96 team that grew into its own, and, like, not being the favorite? Because they weren't the favorite in that series, and they lost the Astros. But I just wondered, like, and they won't be honest. Most Yankee fans won't be honest about it, but I feel like they kind of felt like it was like a weight off their shoulders. Because I know, oh, it must be great to be the fucking king every year. Oh, what are you Yankees? Everybody but, like, it does feel good to be the underdog. Really, especially a Yankee fan who's, like, not used to that. That team was, like, a fun team that you could just, like, root for. It was like, we're not supposed to be here. And the next year, once they got stand, that was gone. It didn't matter how many games the Red Sox were winning, even though the Red Sox were the favorite all year. They really, they never looked back, the Red Sox. It was like, we're the Yankees, and we're expected to win. And that's going to be, like, exhausting. Because, I mean, the Mets have never been like that. I would say maybe... 2006, the one year the Mets should have won the World Series, the best team in baseball. That we were the best team in baseball, and I felt the pressure like, oh my god, like we're the favorite no matter what, and we blew it anyways. But that's gonna be exhausting, be like that every year. I mean, even even I'm trying to think of football. The Jets are never never the favorite, so I don't know about that. But if you're a Patriot fan, I guess that's what it's like to be a Jet fan. I mean, be a, a Yankee fan. But I just wonder that. I'm gonna. Well, I, like, I gotta ask that question to somebody. Because, I mean, it has to be true. How did it feel better that? I know last year was fun for them, but can it? That's just a. No, honestly, as I'm saying these things, I'm realizing that's just like the loser mentality in my brain. Like, is it not. It can't be fun to win all the time. How stupid is that? It's like, it's like people as Patriot fans are going, don't you get tired of winning all the time? Who gets tired of winning? Why would I get tired of being on top all the time? That's so st- oh, it's like someone. It's like that's like winning the lottery every week. Your money. Oh, don't you get tired of having money all the time? Don't you get tired of being able to buy whatever you want? What? Why would I be tired of that? Like, give, I don't give a sh- like. It's so dumb. Aren't you tired of being so beautiful? Aren't you tired of like, being the best? Like, no, idiot. The homeless guy in the street living in a box. He's tired of doing that. Like, give me a like, come on. Oh my god. So, anyways, I got sidetracked there. Like I said, Yankees are going one way. Mets are going the other way. Should be an interesting year in baseball. Like I said, February is a rough month. You know, it's really a transition month. And uh, especially, like I said, because the basketball and the, the hockey is not that good. But we're only two weeks away pitching and catchers. We'll have all the rumors. Honestly, the Mets all will be hoping for is no injuries. It's the only thing I root for during offseason. No injuries to the pitchers. We're going to have a good starting staff again. It's like, you know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting the same results. And that's really what the Mets do every year, especially the last four or five years. Loaded pitching staff, no bona fide star. And I don't mean, like, star, yeah, we have Sassman, but he's in, like, a wheelchair right now. Like, we have Michael Conforto. The kid's a good player. He is. He he could be, you know, perennial all-star. He's been hurt the last few years, you know. In 2015, when he first came up, you know, he was in that World Series. He played well all year. He was in that World Series. He hit home runs off of Kershaw and Greinke. The kid was a fast-rising star. 
now it's like, you know, he has this is really the year to make or break the proof for himself. But if if I was Yankees, I just want one guy the Yankees have. We just need one guy. That's why Machado would be perfect for the Mets. He's 26 years old. He's a star. You give him a 10-year contract, who cares? He's done at 36. They need that face in the franchise that David Wright was. I don't believe pitchers can be that. And they missed it. And they missed it for a long time. Maybe P. Alonso will be it. Romero Rosario, who knows. But that's the difference between the Mets and the Yankees, too, is that they have all those guys. <laughs> we're just we're praying for one. And they're trying to trade theirs off. They, they, nobody would trade Torres for anything last year when Hottie was. Toward the end of the year, playoffs, I started hearing people say, oh, we should, maybe we'll throw Torres in a deal for Arenado. There, I just remembered his name. Like, what are you talking about? Like, the more the merrier. The more the merrier. The Mets, honestly, the Mets and the Yankees are perfect trade partners, but that would never happen. And when that whole Thor thing was going on about us trading Thor to the Yankees, I was on a couple, I was able to get on a couple stations, and the question was, you know, would you trade... What would it take for you to trade Syndergaard to the Yankees? And I'm going to be honest with you, I would not trade him there for um, for anything. You could give me Aaron Judge, I wouldn't even do it. Because if he went there and won a World Series, you think the 2000 was bad losing to the Yankees in the World Series? I don't freaking think so. No freaking way. Ain't happening. I'd rather lose and go down with the ship with him than see them win. And that's, hey, listen, some people be fake. That's my true colors. That's what I think. And that's how really this podcast is going to be. Tell the truth. Be the way I am. Whoever's on, be the way they are. And hopefully you like it. Hopefully you laugh a little. And uh, hopefully you enjoy it. And so that's really my uh, mashed up, messed up, broken up first episode of, uh, I don't even have a name for this trial of a podcast. It's just called, you know, the. it's called the, I guess the real man's uh, sports radio talk. I don't know. I'm going to think of something. I'll take your ideas. But, uh, yeah, so I want to get this off the ground. I'll talk to you guys soon. Hope you like it. And uh, go Mets, go Jets. Peace out.